I'm not the kind of person that believes in this weird stuff. I've been scratched in there, six claw marks down my back, doors slamming on you, banging underneath the floors. Demons are real. I've tried a lot of hobbies. Now I'm on the hunt for my next hobby, some common, some not so much. It's October, so this month I'm going to focus on some morbid hobbies. This week, Ghosts roam most houses or buildings. We just don't know about them because they are quiet. Ghost hunting. You're listening to That's a Hobby. I light some candles, turn on a fog machine, and try to channel the other side. I learn all about ghosts across time and cultures, study common ghost hunting techniques, and try to detect some paranormal activity in my house. Reach beyond the darkness, beyond the grave, to an unexplored dimension as we travel to the mysterious realm of ghosts. Let's just get this out of the way. I don't believe in ghosts, and I never have. I come from a family of skeptics, and it rubbed off on me. But, as I mentioned, I've dedicated this month to all things occult and otherworldly. I'm up for trying most things at least once, and what better place to start this month than with ghosts? This is especially timely because of COVID, so many people have been home for months, and the number of haunted house reportings have been on the rise. A ghost is a soul or spirit of a person or animal that appears to the living. They vary from being completely invisible, translucent, barely visible shapes to realistic, lifelike forms. Harry is of the opinion that ghosts are merely spirits that have not accepted the fact that they had to leave the earthly plane. The belief in ghosts and the afterlife go back to pre-literate times and plenty of burial practices and ceremonies were to appease the spirits. Although the field of parapsychology in America is only a hundred years old, the Native Americans have been aware of the spirit world for thousands of years. The word ghost itself comes from the old English ghast, which is rooted in German and eventually leads to the old Norse word for to rage. It wasn't until the 14th century that the word came to mean the soul of a dead person seen in a visible form. The word spook is Dutch, and it came to the English language in the 19th century. These spirits generally work alone and haunt specific locations, objects, or people. Enough people feel haunted that 18% of Americans surveyed in 2009 said they had seen a ghost, and 34% say they believe in ghosts. Fear of ghosts goes back as far as the belief of their existence, since they were seen as unnatural, and the fear is the basis for a significant part of modern horror fiction. Ghosts have been seen as airy, misty materials since they represent the soul, resembling our breath when it's cold outside. They're usually out for vengeance or imprisoned on Earth because of bad things they did when they were alive. It gives her a purpose in the afterlife. Common ghosts are called white ladies, women who were thought to have died tragically or suffered trauma, like losing a child or husband, and they were seen as a precursor to one's own death. Then there are the common ghost ships of the 18th century and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Ghosts have been around for a millennia across the world. But have they actually been around? Do they really exist? I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes.
The overwhelming scientific consensus is that ghosts do not, in fact, exist, and they're categorized as pseudoscience. As early as 1813, ghosts were seen in the science community as optical illusions, and 30 years later as hallucinations. Generally, the limitations of our perception and ordinary physical explanations account for ghost sightings and hauntings. Some of these physical explanations include changes in air pressure when doors open and close, causing the other doors to slam shut, humidity causing floorboards to squeak, condensation on electronics causing them to behave erratically, lights of passing cars at night reflecting on things. Our vision itself is to blame since we don't have the greatest peripheral vision and tend to confuse things we see just on the outside of our vision at night or when we're tired. The Earth's tectonic plates have been blamed as well. The geomagnetic fields that they create are said to mess with our temporal lobes and produce haunting experiences. Our sense of sound can also be blamed. Using infrasound, we can experience anxiety and stress, a feeling of being watched, and even chills. Carbon monoxide poisoning is another very real cause of ghost sightings and thoughts. I remember reading about a case on Reddit where someone posted in the legal advice subreddit that their landlord was leaving notes around their home about things they'd never told anyone. There were no signs of break-ins and their webcam set to record with motion detection caught nothing. When one commenter suggested that they were actually suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning, the poster got a detector and confirmed that it was in fact carbon monoxide causing them to write the notes and not remember doing so. Do you think what's in that house is evil? Yes, I do. Without yes, a doubt. Yes, I do, without a doubt. As we have learned more about sleep and the lack of sleep, sleep paralysis has been linked to a common factor for people who report seeing ghosts in their sleep. All right, so there's a bunch of reasons and ways science accounts for ghosts. But then what about ghost hunters? What are they hunting? And how do they know they found something? The home has attracted ghost hunters who, with their psychic abilities and electronic equipment, say they have discovered the home is made of more than brick and mortar. Ghost hunting is the act of investigating haunted places looking for ghosts. Ghost hunters try to gather evidence to support the idea of paranormal activity. Harry Shepard is a de-haunter, as he likes to call it, a spirit investigator. That sounds pretty scientific. And they use a bunch of tools to detect this activity, including electromagnetic field detectors or EMS detectors to detect unexplained fluctuations, digital thermometers, thermographic and night vision cameras, audio recorders, and they also conduct interviews and research location history. The man that built the house, he died in the bathtub. There was two suicides and then another hanging. Ghost hunting and paranormal research dates back to the 18th century, and it blew up in the early 2000s with shows like Most Haunted and Ghost Hunters, doubling memberships to paranormal groups and societies. Small businesses have sprung up selling specialized ghost hunting tools and equipment, books, DVDs, tours, and even conferences. The most evil place in North America. To try ghost hunting, I figured there's no harm in checking if our house is haunted. So I googled how to check and here's what I found. 1. Pay attention to temperature. Remember the sixth sense? 
Unexplained temperature changes are a good indication of otherworldly presence. Or in our case two years ago, a broken furnace in February in Canada. 2. Strange technological glitches This one caught my eye because our house has been filled with them, especially when my wife is present. We have had lights flicker and even smart home speakers start playing random Spotify playlists in the middle of the night. That last one, we tracked down to a hack account. But even in this day and age, even ghosts know how to use Spotify. 3. Unusual scents This can range from cologne and perfumes you don't own to the traditional sulfur smell. I can't say we've seen a lot of this, and I'm pretty sensitive to smells. I don't even like the smell of freshly baked cookies. 4. Objects moving or unidentifiable sounds. This is your typical poltergeist scenario. We've actually had a lot of unidentifiable sounds, especially in the middle of the night. It doesn't help that we were once burglarized in the middle of the night while we were sleeping. And with as much stuff as we have in as many closets as we do, it's not a surprise that things tend to fall and settle. But why overnight? And five, pets making contact. If you listened to the grooming episode I did, you know that we had a dog. Well, we also had a cat, Gus, who seemed to have been possessed himself. He would randomly run full speed in and out of rooms and lunge at people and even up and down windows. This is probably the strongest indication that we have some sort of spirit occupant. Since I'm skeptical, I enlisted the help of my wife, Laura, to give this ghost hunting thing a college try. I asked her a few questions and here's what she had to say. Okay, so since I'm really skeptical, I need your help to give this ghost hunting thing uh, a real try. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and you just answer honestly, and we'll figure out if we have ghosts or not. Okay. So first, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Okay, that was fast. (laughs) How many ghost stories do you have? Two. Okay. I've heard both of them, right? Yes. The necklace thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you think our house has ghosts? Our current house? No. If our house had ghosts, which room or rooms do you think are most likely to be haunted? And why? Hmm. Basement. Always the basement. Which part of the basement? The creepy. Like where we're part, sitting right now? The furnace room. Okay, yeah, the furnace room. That's like, or Home Alone 1 with the furnace room. Furnace room. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like cement and bare bones? Yeah, and I guess it has the most potential for... Murder? Occurrences. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to ask you five questions, which I found in a guide to figure out if your house is haunted. Okay. Okay, and then we'll figure out if this helps your case that our house isn't haunted or if we're not sleeping tonight. I don't think this house is haunted. I thought our old house was haunted. Why was that one haunted? It gave me a weird feeling. Okay, let's go through these and you tell me if they either happened here or there. Okay. Were there any strange sudden temperature changes no were there any strange unexplained technological glitches (laughs) constantly (laughs) which house both houses (laughs) i think i'm haunted (laughs) (laughs) we have a problem where i enter a room and inexplicably things start to not work anymore and that has been constant for years any unusual sense no any objects moving or unidentifiable sounds that you can't explain 
There's always been creepy sounds. Which house? Both. Okay. And last question. Did Waffle or Gus do anything, or did they act strange at all, that made you believe that there may be a spirit around? I remember our dog barking at the old house. Just randomly? Like at night. Okay. In like a, like facing a corner. Well, that's creepy. You don't remember that happening? No. Or did I imagine it? I, I remember him barking a few times. All right, so you answered no to basically three out of five questions. You have waffle barking and technological glitches. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a strong case for us having ghosts. Mm. All right, so it's pretty clear that our house isn't haunted. But what happens if you do find a ghost? How do you get rid of it and cleanse your house? Well, according to Google and Reddit, it's pretty easy. One, use a lot of sage. Start at the top of your house and work your way down, including the closets. This is actually called smudging, and it's part of a healthy energy cleanse ritual. This may take a few sweeps to get the spirits out and to leave, and it may actually require some chanting. Leave a window open as you work so the spirits have some way to leave. Put a crystal under your pillow to protect you while you're sleeping. Sprinkle sea salt outside your doors and windowsills. I've seen that one in horror movies. If none of this works, you may need a professional shaman. And finally, check for gas leaks. Alright, I admit that I went into this hobby with the same seriousness as mooing. But it turned out to be a bigger part of our shared history. Death and the afterlife has always been a big part of our culture, and we have had thousands of years of trying to give life, death, and the afterlife some sort of structure and logic. Fearing death is normal and common, and I think ghost hunting and hunters are trying to conquer those fears. It makes sense then that I'm skeptical because I look at death as a natural part of life, and I don't really attach any superstitious, spiritual, or religious meaning to it. Where do we go when we die? The same place we were before we were born. This hobby is not for me. Wait. What was that noise? Did did you hear that too? Hey, listen, I want you to know that your time is valuable to me. And the fact that you spent it listening means a lot. So thank you. Please remember to subscribe wherever you listen and maybe tell a friend or two. If you've tried this hobby or you have hobby ideas for me, let me know on Twitter or Instagram. See you next week.